0: Welcome to Love & Business, Is It Worth It? I'm your girl, Diane, and on this podcast, we address everything love, everything business, and everything in between. If you're looking to grow with your partner while you're growing your business, you're listening to the podcast that will help you figure it out.
1: Figure it out. F-I-O. F-I-O. All right, we're going to bring
0: Elaine back on and let her wrap it up, because that is a powerful word. Listen, two broken people, all they'll do is cut each other. Ooh, bars. <laughs> bars. That is absolutely the truth. Um, okay, she's on. And even understand we grow in Christ together. And there was a moment when him and I first, Demetrius and I first started dating, that prior to that, I knew I was already seeking God on my own. And I knew that I wanted something different. From my next relationship and from my life. I knew I didn't want to be the same. And coincidentally, his prayers at the time were the same thing. So when him and I started dating, we automatically knew that out of life and our relationship with God, we wanted it to be different. And I think just coming together at that point, as a unit, we had no other choice but to to be different and be different with each other. So I couldn't agree with you more on that statement. And even allowing, introducing to those on this live, those are our butting heads. You know, they're on different levels of not only their love for each other, the relationship, but also on the entrepreneurial journey or in their careers is how do they handle it? Do they, is it just as easy as seeking God first? You know what I mean? Like, is it really remembering those times that you're bumping heads? Is it really just that easy to say, just gotta seek God, just go to God, just make sure you know God. You know, and honestly, yeah. Like, you just, just got a vibe. Just got a vibe with him. So um, if you can just, you know, finish your statement, mommy, I was just trying to.
2: No, no. So mm-hmm. to back off what you're saying, is it easy to just go to God? A relationship with God is just like a relationship with your spouse, guys. I don't understand why we think it's different. We think a relationship with God is supposed to be automatically. Yes, he does love you automatically for you. you. He loves you, but in order for you to hear from him, like I always used to feel, like I don't hear from God. Like He don't talk to me. But it's like He gives us the gift of intuition. That's how He's talking to you. He gives you the gift of vision. That's how He talks to you. But if you don't have a relationship with Him, then you're not willing to hear that voice clearly. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure if you're watching this, I don't want y'all to be like, all they doing is talking about God, and it's not easy. And I tried. Keep trying keep trying just like you keep trying in your relationship listen all the love that i pour into this beautiful phenomenal black man i make sure that i'm pouring that same energy into my relationship with christ it is work just like any other relationship and if that's going to be the first relationship in my life i have to make sure that if i'm loving this man 24 hours of the day how can i love god more because that has to be the first one right like if that's the foundation so I don't want people to leave here thinking like, this was fluff, this was easy, they were just talking about God. It is gonna be work. But you're looking at two successful marriages that have the same foundation and are making it. In a world that is telling you black and brown love does not exist, in the words of my husband, in a world that's telling you black men don't love how, know how to love on women. Yo, ask the questions because you have people here that will answer them for you. It is very real, but it's going to take work. What makes us different than other people? We just gave you the answer. It is God the foundation. What do we do when we feel like we can't? We recognize what the enemy's job is to destroy, to distract. And we're like, you know what? Not today. I'm going to take a mental break and come back and win ourselves. Because love always wins, y'all. Love always wins. But make sure you put some work behind
0: those prayers. I love that. Something you just said that triggers me. I want to hear from Darren and Demetrius on this part. I mean, what you said black men do they love, right? And let's talk about how you love your wife and what you had to learn to love your wife the way she wants to be loved. Because we get it often, and it's just not, it's not a a race thing at all. But in a culture where you guys grew up, because as Latinas, in my culture, Spanish folks, we love it on each other, we give it hugs and kisses. Him and I talked about it before, and that's one of the things he struggled with is that, you know say we're doing business you know i mean there, he works with a lot of hispanics because of construction and all that and we become real friendly you know and yeah you just met him but now you're cool you know kiss bye you leave and i'm gonna say you just met these people like how are you giving hugs i'm like it's, it's her culture like it we're family now you know and i remember him saying like nah we're gonna have to you know so there were some differences as we were building that it wasn't okay and so they had to we had to create a system and a balance of yes i can still be mean i have my culture but there are certain things that may bother him so let me mean that but there was also some things that he accepted that you know what this is actually very good when it comes to who you are case in point we will go to like I L&I or you know different things like that and it was like a man there before because of his, his coach how he is he's the man and he's the protector and That's a man there. You don't talk to that man. I talk to that man, you know, because he's a man. So it's a man to man conversation. It's like, no, if I want to get this license today, let me talk to him. You go over there. don't Don't let him see you with me. And let me get this license now. And he had to learn that, oh, it works in my benefit if I just let go a little bit. But again, not only a cultural difference but it's the way he grew up like he's supposed to be this protector men only talk to men women is not you know they're not they shouldn't they're not supposed to so in that saying that that caused not it caused friction in the beginning because like i could understand why he didn't understand it and vice versa but then when he sees the benefit it works out on top of that he learned how to express himself to me or like you know when to be okay with what he doesn't necessarily understand or agree with but because it's who i who i'm who i came from or who i am or how i grew up it now becomes acceptable a little bit right so if you guys whoever wants to take that first
1: uh, i'll jump in um first I'll just start by saying if, if any of you gentlemen are on this line and you're a weak man don't even mess with a, a, a spanish woman at all <laughs> just, just save yourself the years the, the daryl i'm sure you're second second this on with me. Just yeah. save your time. Don't even worry about it. Just, just keep on going. We're spicy,
0: else, right? we're spicy, we um, should be.
1: But secondly, once you understand who you are as a man, um, it, you, you, you find the benefits of who they are. Um, being able to bring those cultures together is definitely not for the weak at heart at all. You guys, from Spanish, you guys are loud about everything. Literally, you, you two are probably sitting next to each other and be on 10,000. That was like when we first got together and I've I've dealt with, you know, Latino women before, but this one here just happened to be at a whole nother level in volume about everything. I mean, everything. I don't even think I've been to a quiet funeral when it comes down to it. Like everything is just loud. So that was something that like, I'm not really that loud. I don't need to be, I don't see it need to be. But that was something that I had to give and take. Give and take is very important in, in building a relationship. Um, being able to give her her space to be who she is, to exercise her culture, her background, where she comes from. Um, And then just learning everything about her and seeing how I could use it as a benefit um, to help me better understand exactly why it is she is the way she is. So there's, I think everything comes with the gift, gift, and I don't like to say a curse, but
3: it has the pros and cons
1: to everything. Um, So just learning how to be systematic about the pros and the cons. I, I say all the time, it takes negatives and positives to create power. When you turn on a light switch, if, the, if your negative and positive um, wires are not where they're supposed to be, you get no power. So being able to understand the position and placement of, of negatives and positives, putting them together, um, and that's where your power comes as a couple. And just being able to understand who she is, where she comes from, what she brings to the table, Um, A lot of times people get in relationships and it's just go mode. You don't take time to really understand who your partner is, what gifts they have, what their talents are. And then once you're able to put those out there and you agree that, okay, we're going to exercise these gifts. I'm going to exercise my gifts on this, this, this side, you put it together, you put it before God and that's when he releases the power and the grace over it. So that's what I would say. I love
2: that.
3: Yeah. I think for me, there is nothing more attractive than a woman that knows her worth you right? better so, uh, so it's interesting i i hear i guess when i was younger right like and I, i'm not that old but when i like a few years back when I, I used to hear the the term there's no good men out here or there's no good women out here right um and you know i wrestle with those those conversations because it's like well what are you bringing to the table Right, um, and and what is your worth out here as an individual? Kind of what you said, to me. Like you gotta understand yourself first. Um, I didn't understand myself when I'm in Elaine, and that's just being transparent. Like I I I was um, I knew I had a vision for where I wanted to be in life, how success what success looked like for me. Um, but I didn't value myself to the point where uh, I felt like I needed people, right? Um, and I think Elaine helped me understand. Uh, what that was supposed to look like um, I think what attracted me initially was her work ethic Elaine was um, working three jobs when I met her and one of the jobs she was working she had to take three trolleys like a bus like I was like yo all that for like this thing I'm
2: gonna ge- get it
3: all that for $8 an hour really like you paying half of your half of your, <laughs> your check to go to work um, and, but she was doing it um, I since I've known Elaine she's never not had a job unless she's chosen to um and uh you know that was attractive to me and I think that's uh what really got me honestly what really made us official we tell this story all the time um you know I wasn't taking Elaine seriously when we were dating you know I was dating other women and uh I think I will never forget and I wasn't lying to her. I was like, look, I'm not. I'm in a place now where I don't feel like I need to be committed to one woman. Like, And that we had those honest conversations. And I thought that was okay for me. I thought that that would be acceptable. And it wasn't. And uh, I believe the day that it really woke me up is when Elaine gave me a call one day and was like, you know what? I know my worth. So, like, we can be friends or whatever, but I don't want to be with you no more. And I was like, wait, what? I'm like, wait, what? Who are you talking to?" Hey, like, who are you talking to? This is me. Like, we were just out. She's like, I know. She's like, yeah, but I know my worth. And this is who I am. And this is where I want to be. And this is my values. And this is who I believe I am and where I'm going. Um, And you just on the line right now. And that was like the chin check that I'll never forget. And I I will never forget. I, I sat on it for about 48 hours because I thought she was just BSing. I thought it was a joke. I'm like, see how
0: we do.
2: Like I ain't
3: calling gonna, you. I'm like she gonna call
0: me. Cut I said, it off. Did the said, same thing. Oh,
3: Cut it off. I I'll let it. I let it simmer over the weekend. She'll call me. Whatever. And I realized, yo, she's really not gonna call me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, she's really not gonna call me. And so I called her. And she wasn't answering my calls. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm not gonna be a stalker guy. Um, but then I realized she's really not playing. Like she really knows her work. So uh, I'll never forget. I called all the other girls on my phone, and I was like, look, y'all, I, I'm, I'm falling back. I literally called everybody on my phone, the Black Book, whatever y'all want to call it. I called everybody and said, I'm falling back. I called Elaine, and she still wasn't answering the phone, so I had to keep blowing her up. I had to be, I turned into the crazy boy, crazy deranged, and she finally answered. I'm like, look, I'm not a stalker. I'm not here to bother you, but I do want to let you know that um, I thought about what she told me in our last conversation and i'm ready to make it official with you. i see something in you that i respect and you're helping me to see something in me that i need. um and i want to share that with you. and uh we've been together ever since and that was in 2006 Six. when that happened. uh and we got married in 2008. Mm-hmm. so like again like it's it's like sometimes she can sometimes your partner can force you to see something that you don't even see in yourself that you need to correct within yourself before you can be the best version of yourself. And Elaine was able to do that for me. So like, that's, that's why, like, that's why I am where I am right now. Like, and I'm grateful for that. Like God only knows what type of man I would be if I still felt like I had, had it you all You would have been
2: loose I, in all caps. I wouldn't have been like
3: this. like this. I don't think I would have been happy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have, you know, I I think it's dope to have somebody to be with you, a partner. This is one of the greatest decisions I've ever made in my life to be married. Um, you know, I know that's not the common theme, but like, yo, that's, I, I am happy. Like, I am, I am. Uh, we
2: got joy yeah, in this house.
3: Yeah, I'm joyful. I, I got all that. So I'm excited. I'm just blessed to have that opportunity.
1: That's great. I think, um. It's very important like there's a lot of things online that people can fake but the grace that god puts on a couple you right. can't fake that you can't right. buy it You, can, i don't care how many bands you spend i don't care what you do i don't care how much marketing you push when when god's grace is upon a person or a couple you cannot fake that you can't you can't buy it you, you have to go through the necessary steps um to get that on your relationship and on your life. And a lot of people don't understand it. They're like, hey, what, what is it about them that, you know, everything just looks so great. And it's like, anything that God put together has to look great, mm-hmm. from That's the fun. smallest thing to the largest thing. And people ask me all the time, like, why did I get married? Cause I mean, I was the same way before her and I got together. I was, I was out there. It was definitely out there having it my way. Um, But um, again, it's important to make sure that we are pushing to a higher standard at everything. And I say that literally like my answer is always I wanted to feel the top level of a relationship. And I apply that in every area of my life. I want to feel like right now with with real estate, I'm doing new construction because that's the highest level in real estate that you can go you know, when it comes down to our properties and rental properties and things like that. I don't wanna just have single family homes. I wanna go to the highest level, I wanna build resorts, I wanna build multi-family properties, 2,000 and 3,000 units, I wanna, I wanna build resorts, I wanna build hotels, like, I wanna experience the highest level of every area of my life that I can possibly experience. And so when when it comes down to, you know, having you can have a thousand people to deal with or you can have that one that you build and go to the top with and so that's my mindset about everything in my life it's just i want to experience i want to know what it is to stand on that mountaintop
0: i think the beauty of it is seeing it that you can do that with your partner and that's the reason why we created the Lovepreneurs grow rich why we have the love and business podcast why we have beautiful couples like you guys on so that people understand that you don't need to do it by yourself and if you have a partner you can do it with you go further sooner you know just being this i person and i will figure it out i mean as we know that doesn't take any team anywhere um but being with someone where you guys both can release that power someone mentioned power earlier and i think that's one of the issues too that a lot of couples such as ours they can't find that one accord is because they don't know when to release their power. And that's something I needed to learn early on. Something, you know, now we can go on our end and Lane and I can answer that question. One of the things that he helped me realize is, you know, how to control my emotions a little more. Again, like Latinas, like you said, we're loud. My mom, you get my mom and I in a room and we're having a conversation. You, are you guys arguing, you're mad at each other or what? And it's like, no, we're perfectly fine. We're just very passionate people. And that passion can be translated to someone that's a little more reserved. I mean, his whole family is like this. This is what you're gonna get. They're having a conversation. They're excited like this, you know. And then here goes this Latina, like what? And everybody's like, what is wrong with her? You know, tell her to calm down. So it's it's different, and that passion comes out differently in so many different ways. And I needed. I didn't know. I didn't know that that passion has a knob, almost like a toaster. You can even have a little bit on one or you can get it burnt on 10 and I learned like, okay, let me kind of switch the knob. And so this day, I'm still trying to master that. Like, when do I give it a five? And cause I'm always on go mode. I don't stop. You know, I, I can just keep going. And I, and it's like, calm down. Sometimes I don't need coffee. I don't do coffee tea. I don't do any of it because I'm always on a hundred percent. And so that's one of the things that definitely made me a little better and continue, I continue to become is because of that knob, and I'm, I'm able to chill a little bit. So that allows us to release power. Sometimes the power needs to be released at the same time, which is great, but there's times that that power release, it changes, it switches up, and when to identify that change, that's when you start mastering, not only being in a relationship, but also mastering um, advancing to the next level, because you guys both have the power and releasing it when you're supposed to release it.
1: Here's a, a perfect example. Hold the steering wheel. Pull, pull. What's gonna happen? <laughs> You're you gonna are... crashing. You. But this
0: is me in the beginning. Because <laughs> I'm hype. I'm ready to go. Like, I
1: want to go on two hundred like now. We got we got to learn how to steer and draw together. Because if, if if she's pulling and then I'm pulling. She's pulling, I'm pulling, we're gonna wind up 10 crashing.
0: And, two, 10 and, and that's
1: what's happening right now in so many relationships all across the, the world. They don't understand the power of having power together and balancing that power out so that we can go this way and achieve the goals that we want together. And not you pulling hard, I'm pulling hard, we wind up crashing.
0: You know, we had this, um, the Love Panora, we had created this ecosystem of 12 commandments that just came out, was released, these are things that have been parked in our notes since 2014, 15. We even applied notes that we had from church from 2007, 2008, that we applied Bible verses and things we learned during um, church and when we were going to church and our pastor, Warren Martin, amazing pastor, thank you, sir. And his wife have always been our mentors when it came to our relationship. We're applying notes and all that from then. And I say that to say that I think now, God knows why, move over a little because they can see your shirt. This love penor ecosystem is out perfect timing because of this quarantine. We notice. I mean, you were in a relationship, You you've been married. You're now stuck in the house, and you have your partner. You've been living them for years, but you're stuck in the house with them now. And now you like, So what do we do with this? We realize we have something going on, but how exactly do we apply these goals and dreams together as a unit? Now that you know you can survive in the house for three or four months and you don't have to kill yourself, all right. Now that you're over that hump, how do you now make this relation profitable, right? And how do you now, as Daryl mentioned earlier, which I want to talk about as a man having purpose, and how unhappy you would have you would, you how unhappy you would have been now if you didn't follow that purpose, um, if you didn't follow through, you can use mine, if you didn't follow through with what you really wanted to do in life what would have happened to you, you know, as a man. So, um, Love Panora, if you apply these 12 commandments, the ecosystem, the principles, um, principles and systems that we've talked about tonight, and that's also in the Love Panora devotional, you will figure out how to profit with your partner. You will figure out ways that it can work. I know it seems difficult. We get the calls all the time. He wants to do this, but he's inconsistent. He's just using my money or, I mean, so many different reasons. But if you just sit down and just apply these principles and systems, it can work out. Just remember that nothing is perfect. Daryl and Demetrius are sitting here, they have beautiful wives that give them shoutouts and that love them and they love back. But this even in itself is it's a process. We're growing. We're become who I was yesterday, I am not that same person today. I have changed. I have begone. And so has demetrius so Elaine, i'm gonna let you answer that you know as far as um daryl what he you know has taught you and exposed to you
2: mm, um daryl taught me how to be intentional i see a lot of women talking about like single life and i'm gonna tie it all together daryl taught me how to be intentional because when we were dating obviously we were not exclusive but i realized i want to be with this man Like just for me. And I realized that I had to be intentional in telling him, like, listen, I want us to be together. Yes, I did have that conversation first with him. And when I realized that's not what he wanted, I was strong enough to say, this is not good for me. I let it go. Um, And there's a lot of people who date who I see and are not intentional about dating. And y'all, if you want to have a resolve if you want to have a product you have to be intentional even about who you're dating do you just want to have fun and continue to have fun and have fun for me I knew my worth I knew that I didn't want to keep giving parts of my soul to all these people I I knew I was gonna be somebody's wife and I'm like that's going to be my husband one day. He just didn't figure it out yet as soon as I did. Um, But the reason why I say he taught me how to be intentional because that one situation of when we were dating and he was out there being loose in all caps underlined, exclamation point. And I'm like, you know what? I'm good off of this. I brought that same energy into our engagement, into our marriage, that we were still intentional in things that we did, in what we said, and how we move as a married couple, how we move as parents, how we move in our careers. And I want to tell you that all of these experiences only build you to be greater. Like there is nothing that I would have taken away. Like a lot of people are like, how could you have dated him? And he was dating all these people. I was dating people too. So let's not make Daryl the bad guy. But at the same time is, I would never take that away because I feel like, if he didn't realize I was really that John, when he realized who he wasn't dealing with, right? Like these are experiences he needed as well. So I'll say that Daryl definitely did teach me how to be intentional. And I, I don't want to leave our single girls out there. Y'all had questions. The biggest advice I would give you was be intentional with your time, be intentional in your dating process. Would you say it's a process? Is that the right term?
3: Journey. Absolutely. Date-
0: Please leave Love & Business, Is It Worth It? a five-star review on iTunes. Open the Apple Podcast app and search for "Diane." When you find the Love & Business, Is It Worth It? podcast, scroll down and tap the five stars. Also leave us a written review.